I'll just park in a all day parking spot a little mobile app (laughs) so what I was saying in the beginning I like this really this is the whole point have you ever been here before? no so did you ever hear of Zen Bitch Slap? hear of Zen? Bitch Slap? no no the website because we have a lot of information on there alright well I'll just give you a, a, a quick one of the terms we're going to use is selfing. Mm-hmm. Selfing. Yes? Now, in in the vernacular we're we're engaged with, self doesn't mean this, this the uh, allness of the everywhere. That self is the feeling or the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a body. Yes. So, selfing is the terminology because. To call itself, you've already, in a sense, lost, because now it's a thing. So to me, it isn't a thing. There is no thing. There's an appearance of a thing, but this is inert. Without something moving through it, it doesn't, it's not animated. So it does not animate itself. It's, so therefore, it's inherently not real, in a sense. So all right, so the selfing is a compilation of the mental processes, the thought system, memory, perception. And the selfing is an intent, which is, the selfing is a movement of claiming all the activities. Yes? Mental thinking, sensation, feeling, all the stuff that consciousness actually brings into light. It claims it, and it uses it to infer there's someone there. So when there's thinking, it uses a thought to imply the thinker. This would be this, yes? If there's a feeling, it uses the feeling. It doesn't have any... The opinion is not about the feeling. It's like seeing how it's being used. So I don't care if you're having a bad or a good feeling, whatever. But the feeling is being used to imply the feeler. So you're the one who's having the feeling. Now, the feeling is happening, but the idea that it's happening to you is pretty suspect. It would be interesting to look at that. Yeah. Because the you is actually what's giving more meaning to the feeling than the feeling is giving to the you. <laughs> Completely, really. We think it's the other way around. We think we're just this, you know, objective, you know, innocent thing, and then feelings are imposing themselves on us, but it's not the case. The you, this, the my, is what's giving the meaning to the feeling. So my feeling, or I'm the thinker, yeah? So you follow it. So there's thoughts feelings, actions, perceptions. The perceptions of the body, the eyes see things. That's what how they're programmed. They're not programmed to see no thing. They're seeing things, yes? And so like the Course in Miracles says, the brain itself interprets to the body. So the brain, collating all this information of this experience, collates it all to being a body. So the thought system holds you as a body when you're thought about, you're thought about as a body. <laughs> check it out. It's impossible. You'll see it. If you think, even when you're thinking about you as a spirit, it's framed as a body. Or as the opposite of a, a body. The body will always be the reference. Because most thinking is really comparing, yes? So you'll think of spirit as something not as not a body. But it's always referenced as a body. Okay, so that's the selfing. So what we're saying here is... that there's a fundamental activity that many masters have pointed out that may not 
get noticed by us unless it's pointed out. And there was a great master, Ramana Maharshi, that I feel is, has some of the most direct pointing of this one activity, which is a presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing. That's what selfing does. Selfing is presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing. So that's why it's thinking about when it's thinking about it, it's being used, the thinking, to presuppose the existence of the non-existent thing. That's, its whole, that's one of his main jobs, is to presuppose the existence of a non-existent thing. Yeah? Once that's in place, once you take yourself, the mind, the big M mind, takes itself to be a body, then what starts to happen is, now that non-existent thing starts searching for salvation or a good sandwich or a new pair of pants or like a vacation spot or a new car, whatever, whatever it's going to be searching for, the searching for is going to be dependent on the non-existent thing. So now the non-existent thing is searching for satisfaction for the non-existent thing. And so, no, if you can hold your questions till after, it's like a little souffle and cook up. And so, all right, so now you think, all right, well, the non-existent thing, you know, I can see that happening in, in buying a boat, but what about the practices I'm doing, yeah, let's say, as the non-existent thing, won't that lead me to recognition of being free as that non-existent thing? Well, Ramana Mahashi follows up the first statement with a very, very clear warning, and it says, your spiritual practices themselves will be, will be used to reinforce the non-existent thing. How can they destroy the non-existent thing? Now, this is where a lot of people run into a dilemma, because they're in practices with some vague hope of either getting better or forgetting self or stuff like that, but the practices themselves to forget self may be the main way the mental state is remembering self. It's beautiful, really, because you can save you a lot of fucking time, a real lot of time. I really believe it should be like a warning like they put on a cigarette box and saying that this will be dangerous to your health. This should be a warning on every spiritual book. You know, because that's what, when it was revealed to me, it, I mean, it was completely, it was like me, it was like something strewn out like 30 different pictures of a serial killer and I realized I was a serial killer. <laughs> oh, wow, I thought I wasn't, but suddenly, oh, that's a pretty good description of what I was doing, <laughs> seemingly. Of course, I wasn't doing it, but it was a very apt description and that put a halt to a lot of fucking shit. That message right there. I had a... The whole, the whole thing had to be reshuffled and reconnoited because I realized that was the template. I was doing all these things that were giving me great feelings. I felt like I was improving, and you seem to be improving, but as a self, as the non-existent thing. And, and then it was pulled out from underneath me, and it, at first it was alarming to the mental state, but then it was incredibly relaxing because then something else can dawn on you that you are what you're looking for. All along. 
that which is looking right now may be what you're looking for through all the looking for it as something else. So without that in place, without that that little correction, what's going to happen is this process the brain is involved in of the sense of self is a very, very quick process. In time, it's probably the quickest process. It only takes, suppose, like five hundredth of a second, yeah, for the brain to claim everything it comes in contact with and say it's about you. So how is it you're going to find a faster process than that that's going to get before that process? Because the only place the process could stop is before it. It cannot stop after it, or it will be the self trying to stop the process of self, which is the process of selfing. Yeah? It's obvious. So it has to be before. And therefore, I don't think any breathing exercises or meditations or anything else like that, which are processes in time, I do not believe that they can get prior to that which is going to use the breathing, use the meditation, to imply a meditator. And to me, that's the bondage. Seriously, it's the bondage of self. It's the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate, non-existent thing. And mistaking that which is allowing it to seem to exist as an attribute you have as the non-existent thing, like I'm conscious. But you're not fucking conscious. You're an appearance in consciousness, in a sense, really. So, if that isn't seen, that heist, so to speak, of that which you are seemingly substituted with a non-existent thing, and then a non-existent thing living as if it's you the rest of the time, yeah? if that isn't corrected, it's going to haunt everything you do and have, or lose or get, or surrender or take up again. All of that is going to be you doing it all. Yeah? Even the forgetfulness of self will be you forgetting self as a self. And you hear it right now, it's got a stopping type of an agent, and then you sense your onness. Not as a thing, but as what we are. You sense it, don't you? I find it. It's easy. Boom. That's the I am, not co-opted by I am Paul, because when it's I am Paul, Paul is presupposed before the I am. It's just what happens. <laughs> it's just a little, it's like a switcheroo by the mental state. It says, it, it, what comes after is now seen to have been before. That's the whole point. So you do something, and then you believe you were the doer of it, even even before you did anything. You were just you were a doer, just waiting for some doing. <laughs> but the sense of doer arises with doing. The doing, right, produces an, a, a reaction, which is the, the sense of doer, and yet with the reaction, if it takes hold in you, says it was before the doing. So now you're the doer. <laughs> You don't have to realize, the way we think we're living in time, the mental state isn't playing that game. It's, it's using what comes after to imply it's before. That's what it does. Something that happens at 10 after 9 says it was at 8.59. <laughs> 
that's what it goes on. And it gets established, and then all day, that's how this place is interpreted. Even when you're trying your best to get out of it, you're never escaping the system. The system's can say, it has a lot of doors that say exit, but when you exit, you're still in the system. There's no escape from an imaginary place. You can't leave something, you, you cannot leave somewhere you're not at. It's not, it's impossible. We're not that non-existent thing. We appear as that non-existent thing. And I would say the appearance of the non-existent thing is like a dreamt object in a dreaming, truly. And then dreaming, I would say, is us, and we become identified with the dreamt, and then suddenly the story becomes life as Paul. Nothing wrong with it. It's like a ride in an amusement park. But it's sort of like a ride in an amusement park. You think you've been sitting in the little car on the roller coaster, so whenever it stops, you, you, can't, you can't possibly entertain. You can get off of the ride because you think you're the fucking car. You know what I mean? You may want to get off. You think, I'm fucking bored of this, but you have to move the whole fucking can because you're identified as... If you, don't, if you see yourself not as that, the roller coaster starts and then you're not on the ride. In a sense, you're on the ride, but you're not on the ride. It's sort of different. To me, over time, it's expressed as you'll travel lighter. So if the roller coaster has a lot of bumps, it still have bumps, but you'll travel lighter over those bumps, yeah? Everything will you'll just travel lighter. And after a period of time here, as an action figure, as this action figure, as this little process... If, in this case, it said it found out that that's what it wanted more than anything, was, which is just to travel lighter, to feel comfortable in its own skin, and to be chilled out. It has its own drives, and it needs a sense of well-being. That's why people need purpose here, because that's the story of action figures. If you're a utilitarian truck, you want to carry fucking, you know... Fucking brush down to the dump. You know, you, <laughs> it brings out the best of the Toyota. You know, some cars need to be driven fast, like a fucking Ferrari. You can't be using it for, like, you know, a golf cart. You need to fucking rush that engine so that's when it. So, the same, same thing. This may need to exercise, jump in water, do this, do that. Why does it always have to mean it's you? It has nothing to do with you. It's like a car you're in. You like the car. It's sort of like having a dog. If a dog shits on the other people, your neighbor's lawn, yeah, and they get upset, you get really embarrassed. It wasn't you that shit on it. It was your the dog. You say, hey, I'm sorry. You make an apology for the dog. You don't worry. Why did I shit on that lawn? You didn't shit on the lawn. It was your dog. Yeah. We're taking way too much, you know. It's all been muddy. That which we are and that which we're appearing seemingly as has been muddy. You actually believe what you are is an attribute you can work on. You believe you can become more conscious and less conscious when all there is, let's say, is consciousness. Now, you, you're a little reflective agent because the mental condition is similar to mind in a way. It reflects things. So you're a little windshield, let's say, can get undirty, so you'll see more, but what what's seen isn't more. Yeah? 
what's seen, there isn't anything adding, being added on to what's seen. You'll see more because the windshield of the Toyota gets cleaner. You get new windshield wipers and, wow, it's looking like a new car. Then you'll go, oh, I'm seeing more, but you're really not seeing more. It's just the vehicle it's seeing through is clean. So yes, that's what happens here. But the implying is that I'm seeing more. In other words, I've gotten a vast amount of consciousness, and then I feel pity, but actually a feeling of superiority that you don't seem to have the vast amount of consciousness. <laughs> I am seemingly more conscious than you, because I sit on the meditation pillow longer than you. I've been to more retreats. I've been to India not once, not about three times. Right? I've been blessed by at least eight sadhus. You've only four. Yeah. And I've, I've circumambulated more fucking statues than you have. <laughs> so I really feel I'm much clearer than you. But that's just like you've just got better windshield polish, really. But the fact is, that which is seen isn't getting bigger. Nor if it's if you're living a, a you know a fucking debauchery type of life, it's not getting smaller. It's just the aperture, see, because we're like a camera here, and the camera, as the action figure, gets affected by conditions. So when it's in terrible conditions, maybe the aperture is really small. It's only thinking about itself and looking for survival. Then when it's got some money in the bank, as this, then it opens up a little bit, oh, it can be nicer to other people and stuff like that. But it's when this goes, that doesn't go. That's just a fucking it's just a broad, infinite space. It's not going the aperture isn't isn't defining the size of the space, yeah. So you do things to oh, take pressure off your knees so that you're not as intolerant of others all day because the chronic pain will cause your attitude and outlook to be a little bleak. That's not you. That's the action figure. Why would you want to keep applying your limitations to that, which is unlimited? Just while admitting the limitations here, while the, the unlimited moves through, you'll get more of a hit of the unlimited than the limitation of it here. You'll, it will intimate the unlimited yeah, and you won't be fooled that I'm going to fucking work on myself forever because you can only get so wide of a windshield. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, so use the sense of seeing to imply what's seen, not to be used to interpret who's seeing all fucking day. But let the seeing, let the consciousness imply what's looking, not always being used to infer who's looking, which is this. Yeah, why not? The consciousness that's happening now is being used to be the baseline of the story of you. Why couldn't it just be the expression of what it is? So that you'd be a, you'd be a place of worship all day. There's a part of you wouldn't be so totally invested in the story of Paul, but what's behind the scenes, so the story, that, that allows the lighting and allows everything to occur yet never gets affected by anything that occurs, why wouldn't you want to have a little sense of that? What's stopping that is the sense of self. Because the sense of self will turn around and try to look at your source yeah, as an object that it's going to find. When the only way this can ever be found, it can be found out. Yeah, It can only be found out. 
So by seeing you're not that, it opens you up that when something is moving through you, you that moving through you intimates that which is moving through. Isn't being used to reinforce the interpretation of the story of who's, who it's moving through. It will be more on what's moving through. And that story is uninterrupted. It's always, always happening. And it has the same fucking ending. <laughs> Perfection, brilliance, spaciousness. Yesterday, tomorrow, the day before, bad knee, good knee, great day, bad day, same, 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 same. What happens when this aperture, yeah, limits this place, like if you seem to be really self-centeredness, your view is small, that smallness of aperture does not make this small. Yeah? What you are, the movement of the camera back and forth here doesn't affect, that doesn't go boom, 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 boom. It's just the opening. Yeah? We think people talk about this affecting that. So they say, I had an awakening experience, but now I've lost the awakening spirit. So suddenly it's like, oh, the aperture opened up, and so you saw more, and you think it's an awakening experience, but now your interpretation is still based on the self, so when you feel you get a little upset, I've lost the awakening. You didn't lose anything. Your attention was on the aperture instead of what's behind the aperture. Yeah? That's why you see, that's how this stabilizes, as not as an awakening, but as an inherent condition. You're not determining its width and size by the aperture movement, or how clean the windshield is. It's not determined that way anymore. You're not the relevant role. You're not the big gatekeeper at the point of aperture. When it's like this, it's still intimating the hugeness. When it's like this, it's still intimating the hugeness. That's how it works. That's how it stabilizes. Because if you follow the, the line of the mental state, you're going to think you've moved away from it. You're going to think you've really did something to open it up, or someone else did open you up, or something like that. But all of those are aperture movements. Yeah? And they imply that, but they don't affect that. Yeah? They imply this, but they don't affect it. So then something that's absolute is now held as absolute, not determined by your condition. Because your condition, as an action figure, as a mental state, as an emotional state, as an energetic body, is going to change based on influences. That doesn't. That's untouchable. That's reliable. That's always available at all times, right where we are. It has a totally different... When you get this message, it doesn't stir you to action. It produces a relaxation. You see, all the shenanigans of trying to get closer, or all the stories that you move far away, are all freaking made up. No matter what heinous thing you did, you go to sleep, it's all fucking erased. You wake up, and there's the Paul Hedeman show again. You put on your little leather jacket. You act out, Paul. And you're thinking, I did this. Oh, I was like this all day. Then, oh, I fell in love, and I went like that. But that hasn't gone this or that. It's just the same fucking huge spaciousness. It's like we're watching something. 
I don't want to go there. <laughs> so, the message is this. At that point of conception, of when the mental state develops this idea of being a someone, that point of conception happens within being. So in being, let's say, attention and interest is very, very open and dispersed. Now suddenly, this idea of being a someone develops, and the interest and attention is sort of contracted onto that someone. So now it seems like you're not much, but you're all that you think about. So now, all the, all the systems, all the feelings, all the thoughts, all the actions, are all being used to reinforce the actor, the feeler, and the thinker. That's what they're being used to do. So they're always attempting to keep the aperture very, very slow. And so now, when you see it moving, 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 you have this lid on it, which is you. Yeah? You have that, you know, when you block the camera, you've got this little thing on it. So everything is about this now. Everything is about the volatility of, of manifestation, about conditions that are dependent on other conditions. So your condition is very precarious out here when your inherent condition is untouched by anything happening here. So in other words, your condition becomes more dominated by the influence of what clouds come and go in the sky than the sky's nature itself. You take yourself to be a thing, and then all the worries and concerns about of being a thing arise. And they become utmost important, because you can be attacked, you can be hurt, you can lose what you have, you cannot get what you want, all of this stuff for captains. But all of it happens on this side of the camera. Yeah? So we are an appearance on this side of the camera, but we are actually what's behind the camera. And this is never going to find out what's behind the camera. It's never going to experience it. And it's never going to be there as this because it's an appearance. It's a thing. Yeah? Yet all the while is no thing. That's our inherent condition. Our inherent condition. Not mine or yours. Ours. Yeah? And if you don't believe it, follow the baseline of every one of our day, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. They do not arrive at a special address. It's not Paul that's seeing. It's not Paul that's hearing. It's not Paul that's looking. Yeah? Paul is more like a camera. It's got a tripod, but actually two legs. And it has, it just, it's a location. And then that which is seeing, which is all of us, is looking out of these peculiar little points of view. Why not follow it back? Where do you think that... If you, had, if you sense the I am and wouldn't allow the mental current to pull you into I am Paul, the sense of being would you be your base. You'd be starting there. And if you're starting there, all the effects of the aperture opening and slowly would, be, would lose their effect on you because you'd be resting in that which doesn't close, doesn't open, doesn't do anything. It's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary, because you are it. There would be a security that you cannot find out here. The security is more based in I don't know, in uncertainty, really. Because you have no fucking clue what you are. You can only find out what you are by being what you are. Not by knowing it, not, not by studying it, but by being it. You can know and study what you're not. That's helpful, because what happens is, if you know and learn about what you're not, it can distill into the idea that I'm not that, which is fucking a great, great message. 
Instead of constantly affirming, I'm the ultimate no. Just question that which you're not. Because the thing is, with the selfing, this movement of claiming is very, 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 very fast. So let's say we're sitting in this room and someone's trying to describe the indescribable, the void, the brilliant, electric, constant, empty voidness. What's going to be hearing the message of the void? The sense of self. It's going to, everything that comes at us in this light, the first myth in time that's going to raise up is the self in. And once it hears the message that I am, the, I am all love, it's, I'm going to be all love as this. Not as all love, but as this. <laughs> this will now be the all love. Yeah? It will claim all the news about what we are and make it palatable to what we're not. That's what it does. That's its speed. That's its height. As soon as time occurs, it's the first burglar. It's the first thievery. Everything else is just a replication of the one feet, one, one, one heist. Yeah? And the only solution to it cannot be in time, because it's the quickest process in time of all processes. It's the timelessness of what we are. Now, we cannot travel to that timelessness. You get there by realizing you've never not been there, by not questioning or, or having affirmations about what, how great what things are or no thing is, but to question, are you a thing? To see if you're, if you're not the thing, yes? And therefore, if you're not the thing, the thing that the thing has been looking for may be seen to be right where you are at all times with no requirement necessary. You may find yourself not in time, but in timelessness. And when you find yourself what you truly are in timelessness, there's an obvious no finding is always fucking been that way. It erases all relevance of this freaking place. Not in, it doesn't take any time to erase it. It sees that it never could have possibly happened. This is a dream. Not even. Dream is way too much. It's dreaming. There's no... Nothing here culminates to any fucking event. It's always happening, but nothing happens. The only thing that's completely happening is us. And if you follow... Look at physics and stuff like that. A simple, simple neurological axiom now is... Whatever observe is observed is distorted by the observation. That's what happens. And you cannot, that, that, <laughs> you're not going to beat that as something that's observed. <laughs> you're just not going to be outgunned. You're not. The only gunslinger you need to bring into town has been the one sitting at the bar all day, you. Yeah. <laughs> The greatest influence of any experiment is the experimenter of it. You cannot imagine how quick, when you hear a message, you make it fit your fucking little reference, which isn't you as the space and love of all life, it's you as a body, an historical action figure. That's what it happens. Try to get around it as it. It loves that. It wants you to search for you. <laughs> as what you're not. It loves, it loves spirituality because it says it may take lifetimes. It loves it. And you can't return it. There's no warranty on it. 
oh yeah, let's let's start purifying, and then you know you purify for four months, and you have one hamburger, and they exile you right back to the start. Oh fuck, I broke the purification. Fucking gotta, now it's a year, and then maybe, and you're like ready to blow the pressure. You're just like, you're so fucking pure, but you're ready to blow, and you fucking that sneaker bar. And then you're back on square zero again. It could go on forever. You're playing God about God. Really? You're saying, oh, you've got to do this and do that to get ready to receive what's already here? You don't have to get ready to receive what's already here. You have to realize you're not that that believes it has to get ready to receive what's already here. When you're not that, all of its rules get null and voided. It's not a fucking... It's not a journey. If you listen to a statement, a spiritual journey, what takes a journey? A body takes a journey. What goes to the highest heights of a mountain range? Let's call it the mountain range of spirituality. A body. A spirit doesn't go up to the highest point. It's everywhere. The whole thing, everything is framed as a body here. You're getting closer to the truth. What could get closer or farther away from something? A body. How can you expect, and how are you going to think yourself into not being the thinker. It's unbelievable. How are you going to act yourself out of not being the actor? It's an impossibility. And by chance and by grace, you arrive where you already are. It will be seen to be complete folly, and yet that folly was used to point out its complete folliness. Like there's a statement in the Course that says, what could a failed system of seeing show you? That it's a failed system. That's exactly its value. So the selfing is an activity that implies that you are a thing. And it places itself before no thing. So now you think you can become spiritual as a thing, so that you can acquire no-thingness, that you can learn about no-thingness, that you can even become quite like no-thingness, but you're never going to see you as no-thingness when you're identified as a thing. It's not going to happen. It's like the old story of like the sheep, who are actually lions, but they don't know it. And so now they start getting disgruntled a little bit, living like a sheep, because they don't, they don't want to chew cud with their fucking fangs and everything. They, not, they don't want to hear another fucking tea session where people are complaining about who's going to be the sweater this year, or, you know, about how curly their hair is, and fuck, they're like fucking and bored, but they don't know, so they try their best to be a, a sheep, you know, because they, they take themselves, it's a, it's a mute point, they're a sheep. And then one day, they fall upon a book about lions, and they, they start reading about it, and it reminds them of something, they can't put a finger on it, but they say, man, I'd like to have these qualities, I'd like to kick some ass and be the king of something, you know? And so then, so then a couple other guys goes, you pass the book around, and some of them find interest in it, yeah, yeah, let's start, let's start having meetings, you know? And they get pictures of old lions out of the newspapers, and they put candles in front of them. And, you know, they watch. They got a black thing of the king, Lion King, and they put this picture in there. You know, and they start having meetings, and they're 
oh, I'm a lion, I'm a lion, I'm a lion, I'm a lion. And they're like, and they have like roaring lessons, and, you know, <laughs> someone's in, it sounds like a bar, but the guy's going, no, you're getting close, you almost got the timber. <laughs> and they're straightening their hair, they're trying to look like lions, you know, and act like lions. But the problem is, they are a lion. So, the desire to become like a lion is actually being used to reinforce the lie that they are a sheep. Yes? Because what lion would fucking spend all this money to try to become like a lion? <laughs> it would make you pretty fucking embarrassed that I went on that fifth retreat and spent $10,000 to hear about what I am as what I'm not. <laughs> I could have saved myself some trouble. <laughs> what happens. This is why a lot of people don't like this message. They like it if it's about, if it starts after the self. They don't like to hear it when it starts before the self. Because <laughs> they can go on and on and on and on and on after the self. <laughs> it's like the, the breakfast of champions to the self. <laughs> oh yeah, so you study about what I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but before, there it is. There's the rub. Before, there's a pregnant pause when the self comes up against its own irrelevance. It, it stops. This production stops. And there you are. Like they say in Zen, you've seen your original face. It's not a thing. You sense it. We call it presence, whatever you want to call it. It's just us. It's the I amness, not being interpreted away or negated by a fucking mental interpretation or hidden or clothed or made into a goal, which is the greatest way of hiding it. Yeah? We try to make what we are a goal to find. So this message is just to remind us of that. This is what happened with me. I mean, as an action figure story, I was invested in spirituality. I can't say I was the best spiritual investigator, but I wasn't bad. I was earnest and all that, but I was in a fundamental template that would never allow anything to actually really happen, because everything I was doing, there was the me that was doing it. Without seeing that, and, and you would think that it would come to you in that realm, but it didn't. I had to hear it from somebody else. Yeah, and then read it in India. It could have been Hoboken, New Jersey, but it was in India. And I read this statement out of an old Ramana Maharshi book, and it's put stopped my little seeking. It halted it. My spiritual pants fell, fell down. I didn't pick them up quick enough, and I was left on with my own devices. And something was revealed that my inherent state is inherent. It's not getting increased by me being in India, and it doesn't get decreased by me being in Hoboken, New Jersey. Basically, nothing really affects it whatsoever. This gets affected quite a lot. This windshield can get dirty. Yeah, the windshield wipers can be inadequate, and so. But if I'm saying, if I'm equating 
the effects that this world has on this as affecting what I am, there's a mistake there. Because what I am is untouchable. What I am is like the sky that allows everything to appear in it. But it's not affected by any of the appearances. It doesn't turn into a cloud if it holds 50 clouds or more. There's not a ratio where if there's enough clouds in there, it becomes a cloud. You know, it isn't that case. That's not what happens. It's untouchable. Don't you see it as somewhat of, of your own nature? You don't have a feeling you're behind your cheekbone, do you? Really? When you close your eyes, do you feel, you know, like the, the, like the, uh, the shade of your window is just an inch away? You know, it's like almost like a fucking huge space in there. You have the, it's, it's all there. It's just that there's a quick process that arises and says, you're the one who's discovered this, and that's what nudes the prize. That's what it does. And it's quick, and I do not believe any process here is going to unprocess that. It's the quickest one. Self arises very, very fast. Very fast. As soon as conscious contact is occurring, which is not occurring, it is, as soon as there's an in time, there's a recognition of that conscious contact, the mental process arises very quickly and claims to be the one. And then whatever it is introduced to, doing, non-doing, all that, it's taken to be the one that's non-doing just as much as that's the one that's doing. So now in these circles, people are wanting to become a non-self as a self. They believe if they know this message, know it, not be it, but know it as message, they will be able to entertain the idea of being a non-self, all the while entertaining that idea as a self. How's that going to work out? You'll, be, you'll come to 800 of these fucking meetings. You won't live that long. No, thank God. My route is getting smaller and smaller as a mailman. A lot of people have a sign, we don't want any more mail. I heard what you had to say, and I want to believe there's a heaven. I want to hear some good news. I want to have an experience. Fucking great. You're having them all day. I want a special kind of experience. I know, because you're a special kind of non-existent thing. You're not paying. Who's paying for a lot of people to go on retreats? Not many of us. Usually you're paying only for yourself. I don't give a shit if you get it. I want to get it. <laughs> so that I can start teaching. <laughs> think I'm going to get great things from it. You don't get fucking shit out of this. You don't. It's the most vacant event of my day. It really is. It's the most vacant event. When I go home, people don't even ask me anymore. You know, how was your trip? I say, it's over, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I can say, well, I had a good latte. We went to this place called Peterborough, but you can't describe this. Nothing's happening. Literally, nothing fucking happens. And I've had it happen so many times, <laughs> it's become obvious to me. 
mean, <laughs> I should have gotten my certification in the mail by now. <laughs> the Spiritual Authority Committee should have notarized me already. <laughs> They'll let every fucking idiot in. <laughs> You're not going to get anything. You are not available to what you're not as a topic. You're not. You're being. Being is so far, far beyond anything that can be known. But that's why it's escaping us. This whole format has its priorities and what it, it, it respects as the programming itself. One is intellect. And we think if we know something, that's all. That's more than enough. And maybe it is, but about every other topic that you're not, but not about the topic that you are, the only level of that knowledge is being. Being is the gift that will keep on giving. The knowledge will disappoint you sooner or later, but the being never does. It's always available at all times, right where you are. There's no requirement. No requirement necessary other than the ones you make up. And you'll, the ones you'll make up will drop like flies over time. You'll see there's no need for a bridge. You don't need any money for the toll. It's like they say, it's the gateless gate. There's no toll booth. There's no one going to check your papers. You're already in the kingdom you're trying to get to. So just if you recognize the thief, and it's not a thief, it's an activity. It's a vague intention using the activities that we call living, thinking, feeling, tasting, touching, acting. And it's using those to insert a story that it's all about you as this. And basically the mental state is its biggest water carrier. The thought system is constantly reinforcing the idea of you as a someone, a doer, a thinker, and a feeler. And if you're having faith, a faith that you have no control over, faith is a mind. If the faith is going into the thought system, you're going to have a lot of anxiety coming out of these imaginary fields called what's not happening. Your day today will be more based on yesterday and tomorrow than it will be on today. Your external conditions. Because your external conditions are volatile, and other volatile utilities can affect it. What you are isn't affected by it, but what you're not is completely affected by it. One thought can ruin your day. One thought can ruin a relationship. One thought can, can see unconditional love as a threat. One thought is all it takes. And it's not the thought, it's the power behind it through the mind. You would not be moved by other people's thoughts if you saw them as other people's thoughts. You're moved because they're yours. That's where the engine is. The engine is the act of being identified, and that's what it is. The act of, of being identified as a self is a verb. There is The self is not a noun. It's called the act, which is an action, of being identified as a self. That's selfing. It's all verb, which everything is all verb. When you believe the selfing, nouns are now created, like skyscrapers. They're not created, they're made. And so now life, which is just verbing, is seen as verb and nouns, yeah? And now the nouns give all direction to every other verb. And so now you think life's happening to you. Simple as that. 
self-centeredness sees things as how it pertains to it. So when you're seeing something just doing what it's doing, you'll take it to be very personal. You think it's doing it to you. And the stories will be passed around, and we'll believe it. And we'll we'll just keep huffing and puffing and giving life to this fucking dream as if it's real. You can't have opulence without poverty. No one would know it was so great to have opulence unless there was punishment not to have opulence. All this happens in dreaming. Only in dreaming, what's not happening is the dominant influence, because the whole dreaming is what's not happening. So we have a double what's not happening, the dreaming is what's not happening, and then in the dreaming of what's not happening, we have the what's not happening of the past and the future. So we're like in a double, triple whammy. Yeah? It's not enough we have to deal with what's happening today, but we're dealing with shit that never happened. How are you going to solve an imaginary problem? It's exhausting, isn't it? That's why everyone wants to get high. Somehow. Now, some people like spiritual highness, kundalini, whatever. They're all ways, we're all trying to get loaded in some respect to try to forget this fucking thing. Yeah? But you can't forget the thing as the center of the things, which is you, as an action figure. Then I shot up tons of cocaine. You can't transcend an imaginary place. I couldn't say that in devotional or religious practices, but I can say it in a drug addiction. I was a devotee to drugs that I'd match my devotion to any spiritual devotion, devotee in the annals of spirituality. I loved drugs. I did anything for it. I took anything I had or you had and gave it to it. And I was totally devoted, and I believed it was the answer in a strange fucking way. I gave it my best, and all the overdoses, all the everythings, all the incredible experiences, nothing ever fucking happened. (laughs) The basic format wasn't changed one bit. As soon as I came out of an overdose, it was me who overdosed, and it was me who came out of it. (laughs) The presupposing became historical, and then the presupposing became me. And you can fucking kill it. It's like when you break a thermometer and the mercury goes, and then that's what selfies like. It can regrow, unbelievably. (laughs) It can be stunned into not happening, because it's a brain function. And as soon as it starts again, it just immediately (laughs) does and when you arise as the figure, the selfing, it's a historical feeling. You feel like you've been here. As this. You don't think this you see it. It's a dreaming. It's a dreaming. It has you can get you can get the manuals of the film of the of the uh, movie cameras. <laughs> you can have it downloaded. You can see how it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a little glimpse like a fucking WikiLeaks thing. <laughs> All right, this is the camera. It's going to claim everything and presuppose. As soon as it arises, you're going to feel like a historical body. Okay, what? Yeah, and then you'll see it happen and you go, fuck, I used to think that was real. <laughs> but when it's described so clearly, you see it's bogus. It's a function. It's a programming. It's a dreaming. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just would be nice to know. So maybe you wouldn't take it so seriously. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it's, you're going to get stuck in a sense. You're here seemingly, you might, and you're on that moving sidewalk. You know, you're under a huge current, a dry current of time. Timing, it's part of our dreaming, is the most influential thing that's going on. You know, we notice it as a clock and shit, but it is the most influential uh, factor of this whole place. Watch people drive. All of it's based on time. All of their reactions they're calling theirs is influenced by time. They've got to get somewhere, you know, like if you're chilled out, you drive on the freeway, everything looks fine. If you have to get somewhere, there's a lot of obstacles. People are not driving well, they're cutting you <laughs> off. What, you think it was just, you know, it was just random that they aligned up? Was the one day you have to get somewhere, then suddenly the worst drivers got on the freeway <laughs> at that one time? No, of course not. You're just giving it all the meaning it has. You're, this aperture that you think is a stationary, solid, you know, and they think it's just <laughs> the camera is constantly moving, and you know what I mean? You're myopic, and then this. <laughs> and then you, the head just organizes as one solid thing, but you're just. <laughs> totally, totally based on conditions. Watch what happens. Most of us are a condition, and this condition is based on outside conditions. Watch. I live in a very, very affluent place. And I, when you're flying out of San Francisco, everyone's very, very nice. But if the flight's delayed, watch what happens. They're fucking, hey, you cut in line. They start knocking past the wheelchair people. <laughs> I mean, you could just have chaos in three hours. Just change the conditions. We're in such an unstable, because our condition is based on conditions that seem to be outside our control, which produce a constant petri dish of anxiety. Because we want to get what we want, and we don't want to lose what we have. How are you going to line everything up? You have to live, you'd have to have the money of yous, with the fucking Kleenex boxes for his shoes, and hermetically sealed thing, and... If you would see a woman, she'd have to go through 30 different exams, whatever. And it still didn't work. The guy was crazy as a loon. You know what I mean? You're not going to get the system. You're not going to get it all matched up. Let's say you do. Maybe you had a four-week retreat with vegan food, tantric, massage, fucking unbelievable. You know, you have your personal meditation teacher. You know, you get groomed. Get the best hairstylist, you massaged all day, there's hot tub, <laughs> and you know, three weeks of this, you no know, outside calls, no letters, no bills, you don't know your girlfriend's fornicating with the medical <laughs> Everything's cool. And now it's all lined up. Sunday morning, three weeks into the retreat, I've made it. I feel, so, I feel great. All the blocks. And then 902 shows up. 903 shows up. In time, everything changes. How are you going to keep fucking trying to balance <laughs> that fucking, those blocks on the back of a moving shark, so to speak, you know? It's just not going to be able to stabilize. You have to find, what we're looking for is from, not in. As Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. We need some of that ofness, which we are the representative of, in. Instead of looking for its substitutes in, which are all in, let the ofness come, and then you'll see that you're the arbiter of joy. 
you're not an acquirer of joy, you are the source of it. You're the source of peace. You understand the word serenity because it's an inherent condition. Not in this volatile fucking place, but in the nature that we are. That's reliable. This isn't. If your spiritual practices are being used to produce a reliability here, that's a very unreliable fucking system. Just let, just all it is. The being is pregnantly available, then there's this mental idea that implies it was before the being, and now the being is forgotten, and maybe you're looking for things that will lead you to being. That's it. That's the heist. And it never could possibly ever happen. The sky has never been a fucking cloud. It never will be. It's the space. And you and I are the space that all this is happening. Why not allow a little of that to become influential here? You may cut your phone bills because you won't have to verify what's not happening to so many other people to believe it's happening. You'll have a lot of things much, much more crisper recognition of people. You just hold the space and you, know, you'll, you won't have to get ready to be here. You'll be here. You'll be available and you'll be of service. Not by any effort because of your presence, you're available. If something's present, it's available. And if it's available, it will be of service. That's how it works. Oh, the humble invitation. We'll end right now. Yeah. And then we'll come back. Take, take a break, yes? Or you want more? <laughs> more is not better. <laughs> Less is more. Exactly. The least amount is the most. Who, who is going to take the break? I hope you. Before <laughs> you start bothering me. <laughs> All right, so we'll take a break. What time? So, uh, you know the bathrooms are down the hall. Down the hall there, and I guess what, an hour and 15 minutes or something? Yes. Um, so, four after You know where you can eat? There's a big place down the street. Long lawns there. And they actually have good food. Like Very food and stuff. And people have been paying off. Well, we're just talking about the matrix. So, you know, whatever company you want to phrase it, but if you feel like chipping in to pose a lavish lifestyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm here. Are you going to like the